Hey, I'm happy to be here this morning. Happy to be with you today. Pastor uh, got a hold of me a week or so ago and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to be out of town with the family and could you fill in for me? And I'm, I'm always happy to do that. I consider it an awesome privilege to stand before you and share a message from God. Um, I, I want to give a couple shout outs. I, I didn't know exactly, had some ideas of what I, I wanted to talk about this morning. But uh, through the year, every day, I am blessed with uh, some scripture. And that is courtesy of my good friend, Steve Simpson. Every year for I don't know how many years now, Steve has given me a calendar. And on that calendar is a daily Bible reading. And uh, a lot of those uh, become my favorites for one reason or another. And I stick them on our refrigerator for, for a while because they mean something extra to me. And uh, a couple of them are the basis of what I'm going to share with you this morning. Uh, a lot of good things have happened in this past year. Uh, and next Sunday, Pastor is going to share with you a lot of those things. And he's also going to share with you where we want to go in 2022. We want to get, hopefully, this COVID mess behind us. And we want to look for better days. And he's going to explain what we as a church can do to uh, make this world a better place to be in. Uh, there was also a lot of sadness in 2021. Uh, our good friend Larry Smith, our fixture on the back row back there this morning is in a comatose uh, situation in, in St. Louis Hospital. He's in need of our prayer. Uh, he had a lot of surgery this week, and it's taken a long time for him to come out of it. And uh, back row wouldn't be the same without Larry. And uh, we, we, we want to keep him in our prayers. And earlier, uh, a few weeks ago, my good buddy Billy Rose came to me with some pretty tough news. And uh, we immediately put him up in prayer. And he is here with us today. And Billy, will you share a word with the folks? I also started to tear up right there when I heard Montana singing. She doesn't know how proud of a father she has. This situation began as a reaction to a medication I had, and it exposed something when I went to the emergency room here in Chester, and uh, the doctor came in, and um, like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't breaking down until the day. I said, just go ahead and give it to me. I said, I was already coughing up blood. For two weeks prior, I started taking um, some shots, some testosterone shots. They said it was lisinopril, but regardless of what it was, I had a reaction, and it showed a mass. After I, um, I had a CT scan done, they thought I had a pulmonary embolism. So he said, with your age, and I've been smoking for 35 years, he says, high probability you've got lung cancer. Well, I just took it and I said, yeah. I kind of figured it was coming, uh, being a smoker. Needless to say, I stopped smoking that day. <laughs> and I haven't smoked since. 
uh, it didn't hurt me knowing that that, that was a possibility of me having cancer. It didn't hurt me that um, that I could die. I mean, it didn't it didn't bother me because as a Christian, I know where I'm going. Uh, the only thing that hurts me is the hurt my family feels. Um, some of you guys have lost family members to cancer, and you guys hurt. And, and that's the hurt that I feel, is, is for the pain that you feel. Uh, it didn't hurt me knowing where I was going. Because I thought to myself, I want to feel better up there than I do down here. So, as Christians, you all know that. Um, I look out into this congregation here, and I say for majority, I know you. And I, I would say majority of you guys have given, your, given yourselves to the Lord. Uh, but we want to talk about faith. Uh, when I prayed... Yeah, I prayed for healing, but also prayed that it's God's will. So if he decided he didn't want me to heal up and he's ready to take me home, I was okay with that too. But I wanted it to be a witness either way. So I had to tell myself the witness is, is if, if I am going to die and go to heaven, my witness is how I handled it. And the way I handled it is knowing that where I was going, I was going to be in a better place. People at work come up to me and says, how are you handling this so well? They were kind of scared to come up to me because they didn't know what to say. And all I could say was, it's okay. It's okay. It doesn't make a difference what happens. I'm a Christian. So that was my witness is that I'm a Christian and I know where I'm going. Um, so I just I said God if you want to heal me heal me now we can go and we can say um, the, I guess the doctor made a mistake I went through three MRIs and PET scans I actually offered myself up for free PET scans and MRIs so I have enough radioactive sugar in me to glow <laughs> so all three of those scans were showing cancer. They were showing lymph nodes hot. And they decided to do a biopsy where they went down my throat. And they did that, and my doctor got the results. He didn't do the biopsy. The biopsy doctor did that. And it wasn't showing nothing. I guess that famboozled my doctor because he decided to do his own biopsy. Well, this time they cut me right here and went down. This was December 3rd. That's the day I had the surgery. They had pathologists on standby. Now before they did the surgery, this is what the doctor wrote. Lung cancer, left lung, nodes, surgery, then chemo, Therapy, possible radiation, surveillance, and office visits. That was the day of the surgery. 
Well, like I said, they cut me open, went down there. He was like, I don't see nothing. So they flipped me over, cut my back open, took that portion of the lung out, tested it, no lung cancer. <laughs> Now, either the doctor was wrong or it was you. It was your prayer. And it was amazing how many people were praying. And it wasn't just you. It was Grace. It was the Pentecostal Church. It was churches up in Michigan. It was churches out in Arizona. The prayers expanded all over the United States so the power of prayer but what I want you to understand is that either outcome is God's will and that, that's the testimony right there um, it may not turn out this good but that's okay as a Christian I know where I'm going whether it's today or tomorrow the unfortunate part of this situation is, is you guys are stuck with me. <laughs> I think we're happy to keep you for a while, Billy. Yes, indeed. Well, you know, and that is a great testimony. We could quit right now, but I do have some things I want to share with you. You know, 2021 seemed to bring us a promise of hope. We went through all that, that terrible 2020 with the COVID uh, pandemic going wild, and we finally could live normally again in 2021. We could be free from worry about diseases and uh, the restrictions that were being imposed upon us. And this past year, we've had to continue to deal with this life-threatening sickness, and it's raising its ugly head again. In addition, our world has seen gasoline prices shoot through the roof as inflation uh, swells the price of everything that we have. We watched uh, riots and cities burn. We see and have seen thieves loot stores in broad daylight and walk out. Uh, hatred seems to be in the hearts of many people. The woke culture has made the world more confusing. And then let's throw in some tornadoes, both close to home and the disasters we've seen to the south of us. Uh, bad news seems to like to come to us. And I, I truly believe the, the news organizations out there, they love to share it with us, you know. Very seldom do you turn on the news and hear them tell you something good. Um, and yet, here we are today. We made it through 2021. And we survived. But we kind of look at 2022 and we're cautious. You know, we, we wonder what kind of year it will be. And of course, as uh, the new year begins to roll in next week, we think about things and we think, Boy, if this could happen for me, if, if I could get that promotion, if, if uh, that young lady says yes and she says she'll marry me, or that young man, if I get a perfect grade, uh, 
lots of things go through our mind about what we value the most. And that's part of where I want to go this morning. Think about in your mind, and I want you to put it there, and then I'm going to go on. Think about if you could get one thing that to you is the most valuable thing in the world, the most valuable possession that you could have. Put that in your mind for just a minute and keep it there. Keep it there. Now, I know a lot of people today are probably thinking as I share this message, okay, the simple solution to all the problems, of course, is Jesus. Jesus is the answer to everything that's messed up in this world and everything that gets thrown at us. The answer is Jesus, as Billy shared with you. The answer was Jesus. Without Jesus, Billy didn't have that promise of heaven if he died. Without Jesus, who was he going to go to for healing? Without Jesus, we don't have much hope. And the simple answer, believe in Jesus. Trust in Jesus. I trust him as my Savior. But look, what if I'm up against a real problem? What if I'm up against uh, things that are beyond my control? I have to rely on my faith. I have to lift things up. And maybe you're sitting there thinking, uh, you know, you don't understand that I had a relationship that went on the rocks this year. Uh, my kids don't talk to me. Uh, maybe your job has is, is gone down the tubes. It's just gotten awful. You hate going in to work. Or maybe your health's turned bad. You've gotten bad news from those old doctors. Well, these things and so many other things make us worried and scared as we look into 2022. Sure, we want to trust Jesus, but sometimes we feel like our problems are bigger than our faith. And we question just how faithful we are. And th this adds to our fears and our frustrations. And I have good news this morning. Real good news. I have the answer. Jesus said this. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, these are red letter words. These are the words of Jesus himself. And they come near the end of his Sermon on the Mount. You, know, you may be familiar with that. That's the passage in Matthew where we find the Beatitudes. Uh, where he blesses the poor in spirit. Where he blesses the, those in mourning. Those who are meek. Those who are hungry and thirsty. Uh, those who are merciful, uh, those who are pure in heart, those who make peace, and those who are persecuted for the righteous sake. Uh, he teaches us in, these, in this one chapter not to worry about the necessities that we have in life, whether it's food, whether it's shelter, whether it's uh, our health, whether it's clothing, he shows us how different things are through him and his future work that he was going to do on the cross. Now the people that were hearing him preach this sermon on the mount, they were enduring 
hardships just like you and I. First of all, they were under a corrupt government that was led by selfish leaders. And that kind of hits a, a, a tone for us today. Uh, people had to toil. There was a lack of basic needs. Uh, they had to sweat to make a living. And they tried to survive by their own ingenuity and their own drive. But you know what? Sin had creeped into their lives and had completely separated them from God's great abundance and his love. Jesus was providing the reconciliation mankind desperately needed then and he's what we desperately need right now as we go into 2022. Through his shed blood on the cross, we're restored to a future of what it means to be sons and daughters of the almighty king of all that is. Like the father in the parable of the uh, prodigal son, our father God came running to us with his love and he restored every one of us as heirs to his kingdom. Heirs to his kingdom. Giving us life and giving us life in great abundance. He gave us the privilege to talk to him. To take every single need and every single fear. Say, take this, daddy. Take this away. And if you get in to that situation, you'll feel his presence lifting you up. The God of the universe is here to provide every single need in our lives. Not just spiritual, but physical needs as well. Seek ye first. That's our invitation to escape the worries and the fears that we face in this world. Instead of living by what we can or can't do by ourselves, Jesus is inviting us to a life of kinship where our hopes and needs are met, not because of what we do or have what we have done, but because of who we are after we have trusted in him. This flows to us from out of the kingdom because we are his children and he loves us not because we worry and we fret, not because we try to fix our brokenness ourselves, not because we do anything else, but because we seek him first and foremost in every area of our lives. Don't wait until your back's against the wall. Talk to him constantly. It means we look to God and his kingdom for every little thing. Because every single day you're going to be up against little things. And occasionally you're going to be up against the big ones. This includes our purpose and our direction. It concerns our daily needs. But it also concerns our inspirations and our creativity it concerns our work and our relationship with other people, our very well-being, everything. And when we keep God and our relationship with him at the center of our lives, 
as the scripture says, all these things will be added unto you. That is a wonderful promise for 2022. These words were good news for the people 2,000 years ago when Jesus preached to them on the mount. And they're even better news for us today. Life lived in the kingdom of God is so much better than life lived in the kingdom of the world. We never have to face anything on our own because we have a father who is willing to meet every single need that we have. Remember what I asked you to think about. That great, great thing that you, if you could possess. I'm reminded of a passage from Matthew, and this is one of the pages from that calendar I told you about. And these two are the words of Jesus. It's a parable when they ask about heaven. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. And when a man found it, he hid it again. And then in great joy, he went and he sold everything he had. And went back and bought that field. I want you to think about that for a second. Do you have a possession of the kingdom of God in your heart? It's worth more than anything. I can live without a house, I can live without a car, I can live without a lot of things as long as I've got Jesus. It's a great gift. And we've discovered it. I look across this congregation this morning and I realize most of you have discovered that already and you cherish that possession. It's worth more than anything. And the reality is that the kingdom is more valuable than anything this world has to offer us. And it's surely greater than all the woes in the world that it, the world throws at us. And the beauty of it is that it lives in every single one of us. All of God's power, provision, authority, creativity, and nature is in us right now to empower us and give us an abundant life. So, in everything we do in 2022, it rhymes, doesn't it? We need to do it as ambassadors to his kingdom. In every relationship, in our work, in our daily walk, we need to let our lives be a reflection of him. Now the true mystery of his kingdom is that it is coming and it is already here, living inside of each one of us. We are capable because he has empowered us and as his sons and daughters we can face every challenge just like Billy Rose did and we can share God's love and promise to others out in this world every single day. It's a precious treasure and it's worth everything we have. Will you carry it proudly? into 2022 and will you share it with those who need to hear about Jesus that's my challenge to you 
Will you bow with me? And let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, this morning, we are thankful for the great promise that you have given us. We thank you for all that you have provided to us in this past year and all that you'll do for us in the year to come. The Father, we're grateful for what we call miracles, and for you, it's just a daily thing. You have given us so much, and uh, Father, we've been fearful, we've been scared, but Father, uh, you relieve those fears. Father, as the days come in this new year, help us, Father, to be mindful of the great gift that you've provided to us. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for all you've done and what you're about to do. We ask it in faith. In the name of our son Jesus, we pray. And amen. Thank you all for coming. I wish you a very, very happy new year. Don't forget next Sunday, we're going to have a great meal and a great message about where we've been and where we're going. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you.